Warning. The following is the officially sanctioned podcast about the show about four lifelong friends who compete to embarrass each other in public. You know the one. The official Impractical Jokers podcast. Gentlemen, to the official Impractical Jokers podcast. We got another great one for you. My name is Casey Joes. I'm James McCarthy. We're coming at you 15 floors above New York City from the North South production offices. That's right. So you might hear the hustle and bustle of people working hard to get, bring you entertainment. And we're joined, as always, by Danny Green. Fellas, how are you today? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. Oh, sure. Very good. And, and we- we're also joined by a special guest, Tina Santamuros here. That's Thank right. Thank you. Hey, Tina. I'm very happy to be here. The director of, I already, I messed it up already. I, <laughs> I think so. The director of original content, the, the director, director of, of development, development and, and original, original content, content at True TV. TV. That's right. So almost. Almost. Uh, it's original programming. Original But, pro- uh, you know, these days it means the same thing. I mean, you're That's on good. the True TV side, right? Yes. So we're So we're at North South Productions. And so what we do as producers for Impractical Jokers is we work with this production company, and we're there, you know, we're, we're in the office or we're on set. And Tina, you come to set sometimes, but you mm-hmm. deal with a lot of stuff at True TV. Mm-hmm. You're on every email, basically. Like we yes. send a bunch of emails to you and Simi and Emma. And, uh, and then you guys will come back and give us notes just like... We asked for a note right there when we messed up your title and we're like, please, how do we do this correctly? And you're like, this is the correct way. And we say, thank you. You know, maybe you'll for, get an email from me later <laughs> yeah. for people who aren't in the TV business. What is a note? <laughs> what is a note? <laughs> okay. So, uh, I, I, I guess I'll field this. So, you know, the jokers and North South productions and all the people that work for that, they create the show, they make the show. And then, there's also rounds of approvals to for what we're shooting in mm-hmm. general, but when we finish it and we we edit it, it gets sent over to people like Tina, and they say, "Hey, we love this, but here's a few little notes, a little uh, of like you know, let's try to make these little changes mm-hmm. to make it better because the True TV side knows the audience mm-hmm. and they know the overall tone of the network, so they want to get it in line with that. Make sense." Makes sense. Does that work, Tina? Yeah. Is that how it works? I think that sounds wonderful. Yes. Can you give me an example of something where North South and the Jokers created something and got a note back from uh, True TV to change it, and and you guys did or well, didn't want to? I can't think off the off the top of my head. You might know better, but it's yeah. like Simi Castano can't stand your bits. Can't stand your bits, right? As you know, yeah. so he's been he's been on working on the show for a long time, and there's several occasions where Simi has come in and been like, "Hey, what if we did this?" And right. then it improved the bit tenfold, so that that might that might happen once in a while. So like a yeah, an example of that, James. This is an great. Example, I like being put on the spot. Tina, you probably remember them more than I do. Uh, this, this is called passing the book. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think the the whole thing. It's like a real symbiotic process, basically. So every bit that's on the show gets pitched to the network. So oftentimes we'll be like, "Hey, we want to play a game where the guys sit behind a desk and they call out crazy names, and whoever calls out." The most crazy names without laughing wins. That's Cranjus McBasketball. And we pitched that. And uh, actually, Simi actually helped come up with that game. And we send it off to the network. And they go, great, go ahead and play it. And a lot of times, that's how it goes. The the network's like, great, go ahead and play that. Or like, great, go ahead and, uh, uh, you know, maybe change the goal. Maybe if the goal sometimes for, say, Cranjus, maybe the goal would have been different. Maybe it's a don't laugh game. And so, oh, that is how it's played. It is a don't laugh game. (laughs) 
<laughs> so yeah, maybe great addition. A, great addition. Yeah. How does the show get made? So yeah, for example, maybe it was pitched in a as, way if where you refuse re- to say a line. Yeah, if you refuse to say a name, uh, and the, the network might go, eh, you know, it, it seems like maybe more of a don't laugh game. Maybe if the guys don't laugh, that's a better goal. And we're going, that's a great note. We'll play it that way. Right. Right. So similarly, if, yeah, if let's say the goal was like, get a tip, they would go, that doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense for the, for the game. They're saying strange names and that environment doesn't usually get a tip. So that doesn't make sense. Why don't we just make it don't laugh? You know, that's the kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense to me. What are, what's that like a typical day in your life or maybe a week? Um, at true TV, at true TV yeah. you don't want to know I, I my personal mind. life. I don't mind. Um, <laughs> so, um, I watch a lot of rough cuts and fine cuts of mm. shows. Um, besides the Jokers, I work on At Home with Amy Sedaris. Nice. And Congratulations! A I, new you guys one. got nominated for yeah, an Emmy. Yeah, it's crazy. That's amazing. Um, thanks. Um, <laughs> and, and, and just to go back to a rough cut. Yes. I bet you people would love, like the people who listen to this would love to watch a rough cut. Yeah. <laughs> so a rough cut and a fine cut, the difference is one's just longer mm-hmm. and it needs to get down to the 23 and a half minutes. Uh, 24, 24 and a half. 24 and a half minutes that it's, the TV show is. So a rough cut could be anywhere between, what would you say the longest rough cut would be? Um, I feel like we've seen... A couple that have almost been 26 minutes. So, oh, wow. So, oh, that's, yeah. but that's shorter that's than it. I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. I thought it would be like 30 minutes. Oh, no, yeah. You, usually you guys give them to us just like a few minutes over. Okay, So cool. probably, yeah, like three minutes at the most. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we're always looking, you know, one of the things that we do that, that the way Simi and I look at some things that you guys probably don't do here is um, we always think about new new fans that mm, might right. not know like the bits. Um, and so sometimes the notes that we give are based on like, well, what if like you had never seen the show before and this is the first time you were seeing that's really it, smart. like yeah. how you can how you would understand what's going on. So yeah, that's, that's like a big thing. That's a really good idea because I, I think. I think we, you know, that's the reason why we still do those intros of, you know, that it seems like it takes time out of the, what mm-hmm. like the, the fun is. Yep. But I, I think you need to explain what the game is every time, even if we've played it maybe twice or three times. Yeah. And that's always helpful to like, cause we're in this show only every day. And so like, we're very close to it. And so it helps to have that, uh, like bird's eye view from the network that is very close to the show, but they're not involved in just this show every day. They're working with a few different shows and they kind of have that. Again, that bird's eye view of like, okay, this is good, but it needs to, you, you guys are too close to it. It needs to reach out to all these other people that might not be so close to mm-hmm. these inside jokes. And this episode, we have this tip takers uh, challenge is the first challenge of the episode. Yeah. And this one's fun because I felt like we started at like 10 Joe's turn where he's like, he yells a bunch of stuff and he leaves on his butt. He like scoots out on his butt. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's how we're starting this ep- this whole episode. I was like, that's amazing. I cannot believe that somebody did that. I, I know. <laughs> it was unbelievable. I mean, he got on the floor and like repeated what Joe did. It, like what? Who that's does that? That's my favorite that? part of the show is when you see just everyday people do crazy things that you never thought they would do. Right. And that everybody was so mad when they saw tips get taken and they really just wanted to help out the guy behind the counter. Yeah. Evil Olive is like a local business in, in Brooklyn. It's not like a huge chain. No, it's also right across the street from a police department. 
Isn't that a fun fact? <laughs> wow. Yeah, which is like a funny place to play this game. This is actually the same place we played charity one time before, uh, where I think Murr was behind the counter when there was a, po- a police officer. A female police officer yeah. came in. Yeah. And uh, he he interacted with her during a turn because mm-hmm. it's, again, right across the street from the cops. That's where he was talking to, like, some kids that may have been 18. And he goes, are you 18 years old? And to, like, some, like, some young young girls. And the cop, like, double took and looked at <laughs> her and was like, what's going on right here? Yeah. Yeah. That's a, <laughs> and he was asking that because he wanted to make sure they could sign for the show. But it comes off right. very weird. Very, yeah, in front yeah. Of Much a... like anything Murr does. <laughs> <laughs> but some of these were fun. And to, to like watch the process of the guys and like, you know, talking out, coming up with what they're going to do. Yes. It's so silly because it's one of these things that I love, whereas the, the Joker has to embarrass themselves in public first. They mm-hmm. just have to do something. But it's so that they could get the other guy out. So like you're up to your own devices to make a fool of yourself, yeah. but it's, it's in the the spirit so that nobody would ever repeat it. Yeah. It, and it's, it's just a really silly game. I remember this game was actually the jokers twisted it. I think we pitched it from the comedy producers room a little differently. Uh-huh. The game was where you, you put your hand into the tip jar and it was like a different kind of tip jar where maybe there was like more um, paper and like, whatever stuff on the outside. So it like would obscure the amount of tips in the middle. Mm -hmm. So you stick your hand in the tip jar and there's a handle at the bottom and you'd pretend that your hand got stuck in the tip jar and you needed a stranger to help you get your hand out of the tip jar. That was the original pitch. And sometimes it's like a jumping off place that we pitch the guys and then it'll evolve into like this. Exactly. Any notes on that original pitch, Tina? Do you like that original version where you get your hand stuck, you grab the handle? Talk to us about it. You need the mark to get your hand out of the tip jar? I don't know. Although I'm always surprised at what marks do. So, but I think they'd be more concerned the way that you guys did wind up doing it. Yeah, totally. Stealing someone's money. Um, Not enough to probably go across the street and tell the cops that this is happening. (laughs) (laughs) But still, that first guy was my favorite of, of all the, all the people in this, in this bit. The yeah. first guy was the best. He was like excited. He was excited in the way of like, I can't believe this guy did this. And what, this is what he did. He said this and then he did this, <laughs> you know, like that was, I loved his energy in it. Cause other people were like, yeah, I threw the tip cup on the ground because I didn't want him to get it. Like they were kind of like more low key. Yeah. And some of it's just luck of the draw. Like when Sal did a uh, zippity doo peanut butter hoo-ha. He was talking to some <laughs> foreigners, and they're not going to know zippity doo da peanut butter hoo-ha as well. It's an English phrase. I don't even know phrase. it. I don't, I, yeah, <laughs> it's a classic American yeah. phrase. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's also what you do physically. Right. I feel like people got the physical more. They did more the physical the, more, yeah, because same thing when Murr tried to put the change down his pants. Uh, the lady was very quick to reenact that. And I also loved what she did. She pushed the tip jar behind the counter. I know. Yeah. How about those instincts? That was great. To make sure that the, the worker keeps it. I love when the show unearths these heroes. Yes. Right? We did. We made a lot of heroes that day, I think. Yeah. At least four. I mean, it, it really is a big social experiment. Yeah. Like seeing how people react in these weird situations. I think the show, yeah, I think it, what's interesting about this show in like 10 years, it's a, we're going to be looked back as like this was a glimpse of what it was like to be in the 2010 era, you know? Yeah. And like, that's, I think that like in more, more so maybe in 20 years, we'll look back and be like, that's what it was like. That's what people dressed like. That's what people, I feel like that'll happen. Right. Yeah. Wouldn't weird? it have been great to have like an impractical jokers in the 1890s to watch mm. and seeing what people, how people were acting back then. 
Yeah, like one of like the first like films would have been just yeah. like people like talking about playing pranks on their friends in public. Right. The cameras would have been too large to hide. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I know that lines wouldn't work if someone was like, hey, mustache, they'd be like, we all have mustache. <laughs> <laughs> So what's the second uh, challenge in this? Next up, we had stalk and text. This is the second time we played stalk okay. and text. I think these two are are pretty creative games. If yeah. we if we could tune our own saxophones, mm-hmm. um, I think like it's not your typical like they go to Costco and they have to do and say what they're told. And I think stalk and text is a game that we wanted to do a long time ago, but we couldn't get a location for it. Yeah. And this is now the second time we did it. Second time we played it. So originally we wanted to go to like a, like a, a Best Buy or like a Boost Mobile or a cell phone store or something like that yep. and get someone's number. And while they're walking around, but then, you know, people, you don't, you don't know how long people are going to browse for and we yeah. couldn't get a location like that. So uh, like, a. The food court is like perfect. It's such a good environment for it. People sit down, they, yeah. they take their time. You could really watch them. They don't move too much. The cameras are on them. It's great. It's a fun, it's a fun way to do it. And it's just so intimate. It's such a weird game because the guys, you're just stuck there. Yeah. You have no control over anything at all, but you're basically a statue that can't move while the guys are texting the most embarrassing stuff to another person who is staring at you, thinking that you're saying these embarrassing things to them. About yeah. them, and we got a range. About yourself, <laughs> we have we have a range of of reactions too. We have somebody who's just taking selfies, not responding. Oh, that was great. We have this gentleman who's like just trying to eat his food. He might want to say a word back, and then yeah. we have people that one guy, the first guy was really into it. He was texting more than the Which Joker. was so weird when <laughs> I saw that. I was like, why is he writing back and like engaging? And maybe I'm just. A cold person? I don't know. Who would you be? Who'd be you in line with? First of all, anything that they could write to me, I would think was immediately creepy. Yeah. Like, (laughs) just the fact that they're writing. Yes, you're right. Would make me nervous. Right. Um, So, yeah. Because the message at first seems like a message that automated. Yes. And he responded back to that automated message. Like, that's the the first step. Mm. For me, I think that I would be a little bit like that first guy. Right. Because I, I feel like I feel like I'm messing with the system. Like you, you ever you ever go to I, sometimes I go to a restaurant. And yeah. They'll be like, yeah, wait, you, so you thought you were messing with electronics? Yeah. Like, or like, like a robot. Yeah. Like, I'm going to mess with this robot. <laughs> I'll, like if, if, if I get a thing that says like either from my bank or from like a restaurant that says like your table's ready or like, you know, you've been hacked <laughs> Two very big extremes. <laughs> I'll write. But I'll write back. Be like, I'll just be like, how so? <laughs> just right. to see what they like, how they all do that, and it's not just like the computers. It's the it's like the people in that service yep. industry that now I have to like be like, oh, how do I explain to this guy that this is just? I, I just want this as quiet as possible, as quick as possible. But I'm like, if the restaurant, if they're like your table's ready, I'll be like, okay, we'll be there soon. I, I love you. <laughs> I'll write <laughs> things back like that just to get just to make life a little bit more fun. Yeah, and I think that's what that first mark, right. as we call it, the first stranger. That's that's what I think his thing approach was. He's like, I'm hanging out today. I'm having fun. Yeah, that that is a fun approach. That happened recently. I was out with a bunch of friends, and my friend Sarah did that uh, with the pizza guy, and she forgot about it. it was, we had a, we were having a few drinks, and then the next morning, uh, she sent out her text message with the pizza guy uh, on like a group thread, and it was basically like he was like, "Your pizza's outside," and then she was like, "Yo, you want to bring that inside?" And he's like. He's like, no, nah, no, nah, just meet me on the steps. And then she got the pizza from him. 
came back inside and she's like, damn, we all wish you really came inside. <laughs> and he was like, really? And she's like, yeah, how about another time? And like, he was like, wait, wait, was she, was she legit flirting with him? She's married. Oh, wow. <laughs> she's not, she was just like messing around with him. He's like, are you serious? He's like, hit me up another time. And then the next morning she's like, wow, I think I did something that was not okay to that pizza guy. Yeah. Really I, let har- him on. I harassed this man. Wow. I mean, yeah. But yeah, I so mean, some people. I wouldn't do that because the, that guy now knows where she lives or that where somebody lives. Now we're at a bar. Oh, it was at a oh, bar. Are you getting pizzas delivered to a bar? That's how we roll, man. <laughs> that's how we some roll. Brooklyn. When the bar doesn't have food, you bring your food. Yeah. That's some Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Tina, you live in Brooklyn? <laughs> I did for many years. Actually, I think I saw you one time, right? You I, did. Yes. That times. was my old apartment. I just moved. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was very strange. Yeah, it's, it's so fun and to then, see people yeah. out, of, out of... It was like almost midnight walking down a very... Like my quiet street uh-huh. in Greenpoint. And then uh-huh. it was like you and a pack of... Just a mob. Joker Did you think you were going to get mugged? Uh, no, no, not in Greenpoint. That was... <laughs> Joe and Bergio and I were doing a live JV Squad podcast. Right. Which is like our little side podcast, JV Squadcast. And uh, <laughs> yeah, we had like a little live one and there was a bunch of people who came... And then we ran into Tina. It was so fun. They, yeah. Apparently, they did it in my apartment when I wasn't home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, there you go. It's very strange. So, why don't we get to know Tina a little bit better? Boom. I believe Danny has some questions. I do. Watch okay. out. Because Danny doesn't Nervous. pull any punches. This yeah. is going to be a quiz, Casey and James. And, oh. and let's see if oh, great. they know the answer. And if they don't, maybe Tina knows the answer. Great. By the way, before we start, Tina, yes. those are wonderful shoes you're wearing. Oh, I think those you. are the best shoes we've ever had. A podcast guest. Oh, shots fired in my <laughs> Yes. Oh, guest. Beautiful oh, red high-heeled shoes. They're they're nice. terrific. Thank Very you. cool. All right. So uh, a couple facts about Tina. She attended SUNY Fredonia. Is That's that correct? true. That's true. All right. And she worked at Fusion, true. Nickelodeon, true. And Adam TV. True. Oh. Sure. Okay. I'm, am I getting these no, all right? That's, that's just the preamble. Now we're going to start with well, the Constitution. Yes. Oh, Lord. <laughs> uh, very Here fun. we go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Tina once saw a woman say, in New York, watch where you're going, asshole. Uh-huh. What did she see the woman say that to? What? Mur. Mur. I'm going to go Sal. No. Do you know the answer? I do know the answer. Why don't you that's tell so funny. Um, a horse. She said it to a horse. Oh, wow. Was was it around Central Park? Yeah, he he was crossing the street, the horse with the carriage. On his way to work, I'm sure, commuting like everybody else. I guess he cut her off a little bit, and she was so angry that she, but she looked right at the horse (laughs) when she said it, like not at the carriage driver. So, yeah. That's incredible. That's a New York moment. Yeah. That's nice. Pretty amazing. Okay. What does Tina think that she has in common with Angelina Jolie? Huh. What does the <laughs> They're like absolutely nothing. Common. I know there's I mean the thing is there's so much. <laughs> Angelina Jolie. Mm, um I'm gonna I have ten kids, you guys. Ten kids. <laughs> you both robbed tombs. You uh, dated but that's obvious. You <laughs> dated Billy Brad Bob. Yeah. Billy Bob Thornton, okay. No, I'm gonna say uh affinity for action scenes. I'm going like to say you could, pull, you could pull off a bunch of intense action scenes. <laughs> and I'm going to say that uh, you're both related to John Voight. <laughs> and I'm gonna just, that would be better. I'm also going to say that you do your own stunts. Oh, <laughs> okay. All three of those and are prematurely aging hands. 
Whoa. Angelina Jolie and I have very old looking hands. Do your hands look appropriate to your age? Uh, they've looked like this since I was like eight. That's incredible. Hold them up to the mic so that yeah, hold them fans can see, and we'll (laughs) kind of describe them. So right now, Tina's hands, if you can't see them, they are holding a uh, AARP card. Uh, They're they're knitting. Yeah, Uh, a sweater for my nephew. Yeah, they're they're eating prunes. Yeah. I, uh, an ex-boyfriend of mine used to call me Halloween hands. Oh, so. <laughs> he's an ex-boyfriend. Yeah, that was why he's an ex. Wow, that's so funny. funny. I never even thought about that with Angelina Jolie. I had to check yeah. out her hands now. Yeah. What a nick. Old hands. <laughs> you could be her, like a, her hand model sub. Yeah. Yeah, so I could. She gets anybody, her hand stand in. Anybody, if you're in a relationship and you're looking to try to end it, call your partner <laughs> Halloween hands. I think that is a quick way to get out. <laughs> Last question. Oh, I'm so scared. <laughs> Tina once spent 10 minutes following a man who looked like a famous rock star if that rock star had never become famous. Who is that rock star? Let me, re- let me say it again because yeah, Tina was a little confusing in her initial tweet. Gotcha. She spent 10 minutes following a man. A man who looked, who like-, looked like a rock star if that rock star had never become oh, famous. Who is that rock star? Who is that rock star? Oh, okay. So it was like a shabby version of a rock star. Yeah, that's another way to say it. Can, can, I, can we get a hint? Can sure. you give us an era? Um, or did you think that would give it away? No. No, the, the, rock the 80s would yeah, be 80s. an era. 80s yeah. rock star. Era, also, probably. Tina is wearing a Billy Idol shirt right now. <laughs> it wasn't Billy Idol. <laughs> okay, good, good. And I was... only followed the man for 10 minutes because I was trying to get a photo to show other people, which I was unsuccessful yeah. 80s at. 80s rock star. And I would say hair would probably be a big That's a, yeah. The difference between the rock star's hair and the schlubby version of the rock star's hair was probably significant. Tina, would you say that's correct? Yeah, maybe. I'm going to go with uh, John Bon Jovi. It, you are correct. It is. Yes, that's Casey crazy. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking 80s. I was going to say like Rod Stewart, but he didn't feel 80s enough to me. He's sort of late 70s, right? Wow. Yeah. And 80s. That was yeah. amazing. Yeah. Have uh-huh. you seen the, the, the John Bon Jovi lookalike, too? Uh, yes, I am. <laughs> He's been is. wandering around. It's me. <laughs> it's my life. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you win oh. the first uh, Tina Nowoff. So congratulations. Wow. Oh, that's great. Congratulations. What do I get? You the get shoes? Ex- I get the shoes? <laughs> yeah. The shoes. Oh, wow. I think you get a photograph of Tina. I think next time you, you give notes back, I think you should give uh, Casey an extra 30 seconds for Impractical Insight. Oh, All no. right. No, I mean, let's not that's- do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's so fun. Well, uh, yeah, that's, that, that was a great game. I feel like I know yeah. you so well now. I feel I feel stalked by Danny Green. <laughs> you but, must. You know. We all are. <laughs> even when you don't know it. You so are. that was you got that from her Twitter, not even like from like a pre-interview. I, no, no pre-interview. So you just research various it. social uh, media. Yeah. Wow. That's so funny. There's a lot out there. Danny, you the game that was in this episode <laughs> was stalk and text, and you did the stalk yeah. part only. I know you have a meeting at True TV. Why don't you yes. run that in those beautiful red shoes and see how you do? Oh, you have to. Have to run. <laughs> right. well, yeah, we have still. We got, we got a few more. Why don't we okay. qu- quickly talk about yeah. the punishment? Let's hop in on a okay. pun with a little pun. This punishment had one of my favorite marks um, ever in it. Was that woman with the watermelon pocketbook at the end? Oh my gosh, she's yes. fantastic. She was so wonderful. Oh jeez. <laughs> yeah. She tips Joe. That lady. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she gave God. him like twenty dollars, right? Yes. I think she had a Hamilton. I think she ended up. She only had a 10 Joe uh, said it was 20 she goes i have a 10 yeah that's right yeah that's right uh, yeah he but he 
took it off camera. Like he brought it with him. Oh, no, he was like, I'm he, keeping he, it. He kept I think it, production yeah. gave him more, like gave, gave her back money. Yeah. But he probably. kept that. Yeah. He was no, like, no, Joe this is Gatto for kept me. That. If you're going to punish me, I'm going to get something out of it. She was fantastic. It was really unbelievable to me that I, I do think once Joe got in the bikini, people were more into letting them, letting him wash their car because they felt like he was a, a, a crazy person <laughs> and they were just like, uh, I'm going to step away. But it was a really beautiful moment that, and they call it out that like, nobody was really like questioning in in it, in, 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 in like an aggressive or weird yes, way. Yes, nobody body yeah. shamed Joe. Yeah. <laughs> and, and no, but even just like, like they, they didn't question his lifestyles at all. In fact, no. they were like pretty open to it. That one guy who you'd think like, you know, if you were going to stereotype, you'd think that guy would be like, I don't want this. I don't want this guy, you know, this thing doing this thing. This bikini thing. Right. But it, it, you know, everyone was pretty open-minded and that's a beautiful, that's a beautiful moment. That is a beautiful moment. That impractical joker mm-hmm. showed. Yeah, I, I think, think that's, so. I think that's cool. And, uh, and he provided a service, uh, what that service was to make us laugh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, and this is a great example of a network note, to be honest, now that I think about it. So when we pitched this punishment, uh, the comedy producers and the other jokers besides Joe wanted it to just be in the bikini. And yeah. we pitched it to the network and Tina and Emma and Simi were like, hey guys, really funny punishment. We think this is going to be great, but we think he's going to look, it's going to be too funny. Everyone's going to be laughing when they see him in a bikini, have him start normal and let it be awkward. Let it be weird. And eventually, you know, you can shift it over into the bikini later on. Yeah. The other thing that we talked about was where to do it and to, to have it be at a place where you really wouldn't have a, a bikini car wash is I think like the key to this one. Because if it were just if it, if it was at a car wash and he was doing it, people would just go okay. Yeah. But this is people who don't want their car washed, right? Which is which adds the whole element. Yeah, and just then do eventually it while they run like, to I the guess, tailor. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just like a quicker, and it was also like the idea of getting caught washing someone's car. It's, it's so, like a weird thing. It's like fine. It's one of those things where it's like it's fine, but you're like, I didn't ask you to do that. Right? How? Why are you doing that? Yeah, it's it's bizarre, especially towards the end when it gets stepped up a little and he has to clean the inside of right. the car. <laughs> oh, and then he's twerking. That's in there. really like, yeah. yeah. And then he starts twerking. And a sweaty Joe Gatto, yes. probably doing just as much dirt as much clean. You know? Yeah. Equal dirt, equal clean. When he gets in there, I also wanted them to. I, I kept being like, "Can we keep a bunch of newspapers around?" We didn't have enough of them, but I wanted him to wash with newspapers mm-hmm. because that's like the old school, like squeegee men yeah. of New York City. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Well, I just have to pause. We for have to pause for a second because Danny Green. Wait, what's happening? He's taking photos There's of your hands and of your, uh, of oh, your feet. The Halloween hands. And talking about Danny stalking. And then, so Danny takes a picture of every podcast. We know yeah. Tina has to run out. So I saw him take one a wide of all three of us, but then he took close ups of your shoes and your hand, which Danny. I, I'm immediately going to. HR as soon as I get back to the oh, office. Yeah. There's a lot of people who <laughs> listen to the podcast for footwear advice and to get hey. footwear information. And since Tina's shoes are so beautiful, I thought maybe we could post it uh, <laughs> and let people know um, where they can get them. Who, yes. are, who are you wearing, Tina? Um, <laughs> I am wearing something off of a Lord and Taylor clearance rack. Oh, um, clearance. If only we could fly. <laughs> My mom taught me how to uh, shop very, very well. Huh, so very nice. I, um, I only shop off clearance racks. Where are you from originally, Tina? Long Island. Oh, okay. So you're, okay, great. So you know the whole, the vocabulary that the jokers and we all share of being like New yes. Yorkers and 
you mm-hmm. know, yeah. burrow on the broch. Yeah, Stroll. I um, yeah, yeah, I know a lot of the Italian words that they yeah. often yeah. say. You also, do? yeah, um, I, that's my favorite because I didn't grow up. Re- I grew up like around that, but like Joe Gatto has ones that I've never heard. Like on the brach, I had never heard, and it's like my favorite thing in the world now. I say it all the time. <laughs> yeah. That, that kind of influence I love. And I like that, you know, people watch the show all over the world. <laughs> like, you know, mm-hmm. so like kids in India yeah. are watching Joe be like, it's on the brush. It's on the brush. Kids in, <laughs> kids in Italy are like, that's not a thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's not a real word. Like, They're doing it He's wrong. not using that appropriately. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. The other thing I loved about this though, real quick was just how... Like you were saying it before, Casey, how quick people got on board. And that one lady that was like, yo, bikini man. Like that just became his name. Like, yo, bikini man. Don't do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that was, you know, everything gets cut down, obviously, in the show. And that interaction was a little longer. And she had this real moment of realization. Yeah. And I I think we took it out a little bit. But she was like, I'm very sorry that I that I questioned what you were doing. You know, like you were doing this out of the kindness of your heart. You're not asking for money. And right. I'm sorry that I came hot at you. She basically said that. <laughs> really? And, yeah, it was a really nice moment. And I think that they wanted to keep the tension high. And like, we never have a thing where we're like making a person look like, right. you know, so she was, but like, you know, people watching, she was really sweet and was like, I shouldn't have yelled. And it was a nice moment. That was and great. He, and Joe was like, no, don't worry about it. I understand. Wow. I always try to like imagine my dad in a situation like that because he's <laughs> a crazy Italian, speaking of Italians. Yeah. And yeah. like he would have started screaming his head off immediately. Really? And probably, I, I don't know what would have happened. But the best, yeah. That's the best part. Uh, I also am uh, part crazy Italian. Is like the Italians get very fiery and angry and then they like cool out right after that. They're like, oh, okay. Great. Like you can see people yeah. like that guy when he's getting his hands raised and he's talking with his hand next to his face. He's like, like he's like, what are you doing? And then it's like, I'm being silly. He's like, okay, <laughs> yeah, I'll drop it. Uh, and my other favorite part about this episode was Joe Gatto when he had his mic pack in his butt and he said, I'm an Audi. Mm-hmm. Killed me. That was it. That was a brilliant line. That was a great line. The fact that he could think of that so quickly is, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a testament. That's yeah. that's amazing. Joey's quick. Oh, and so we got to be quick too, because Tina's got Tina's, a meeting. Tina, what's yeah, your meeting about? with HR, Danny Green. <laughs> <laughs> Thank, you, Danny. Thank you so much, Tina, for joining um, us. Yeah, thanks for having me. This was fun. So great. Yeah. Yeah. Danny. Yes. James. Yes. Dan. Uh huh. Tina. Yes. Casey. Everyone listening. Thank you for listening, and have a wonderful tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Bikini car wash. 